Hey guys, welcome back to the Swish Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm also Jake. What's going on, Jake? Welcome back to another episode. Welcome back. How are you? I'm good. And today we have a special interview. We have Northwestern defensive tackle Joe Spivak. What's going on, Joe? What is up, Jake and Jake? Joe Spivak here. I love it, though. It's a hard name to pronounce. But uh, thanks so much for having me on, guys. I'm excited to be on Swish Podcast. Big fan. Here we go. Hey, let's do it. I'm going to get you into the first question. What got you interested in football? Oh my gosh, that is a great question. You know, I am blessed to have one of the best dads in the world. I think the best dad in the world, but everyone says that. Um, my dad played football his whole entire life. And, uh, you know, he I, I, I have three older sisters. I was the son that came along fourth. And, uh, you know, he, he taught me to love the game from a very young age. He taught me, you know, that obviously it's a lot of fun to play. It's somewhere where you can do things that you can never do on the street. You can hit people, you can be violent, and then go back to your normal life after. That's that's one of the only places in the world you can do that. Um, but he also taught me how, you know, the lessons it can teach you and the relationships it can, it can give you. So, you know, I was probably about, I think I was in fourth grade when I started uh, hitting for the first year. I played like flag football before that. Um, but yeah, that was my first full padded year. And I'll never forget my first practice. And, you know, he was kind of like, yeah, like, you can hit them, you can block them, you can do this. You know, I was one of the big kids that could only play all line. But I remember uh, him kind of giving me the go ahead and taking taking the leash off and uh, just pancaking guys and remembering that how that felt and just wanted more and more of it. What made you become a defensive player and play defensive tackle? Yeah, yeah. No, so like I said, I started off always playing O line uh, growing up and then in fifth grade, uh fifth or sixth grade uh like the the striper limit or double striper thing something changed and i could play both ways so i was playing o and d line played o and d line my whole entire life um all the way up until senior year of high school i always played both ways which was so much fun you know that that obviously doesn't happen at the higher levels but it's a hoot uh when it does happen and uh yeah i think i kind of just gravitated towards d line because i think it's a little bit more fun you know Obviously, O-line's fun, and you got the, the five-man aspect of it, but D-line, you know, there's nothing better than getting sacks or making a tackle in the backfield. So I honestly think that's why. I just was having more fun doing it and was just more passionate about the grind of a D-lineman than the O-lineman. You know, you kind of mentioned you love D-line. Were there any guys you, like, idolized growing up that were especially defensive tackles? Oh, 100%. 100%, Jake. I say my number one idol, do you guys know who John Randall is? Yep. Good deal. Um, but I have to say John Randall was probably my number one defensive tackle. Um, you know, he, he was done playing by when I was growing up, but I always watched like his NFL like highlights and sound effects. And, you know, he, he was one of the guys who really patented uh, trash talking and, and juice as the Wildcats call it. But uh, yeah, he was an undersized D tackle that was just a motor guy. So him, definitely John Randall. I always loved big Vince Wolfhork growing up the way he'd stop runs and take on double teams. He's just an absolute specimen. But, uh, yeah, John Randall more than anyone. And then obviously now you guys know my guy, Aaron Donald. He's, he's just the best. So he's obviously tank. him too now. He could go down as the best of all time. Seriously, dude. He, he is a freak. The things he does and how easy he makes them look is just something else, right? Yeah. So fast forward a couple of years, what made you commit to Northwestern? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, you know, it's funny, guys. I think – You'll probably get this when you start looking at colleges too, but you really, for me, I know for my sisters, for a lot of other people talk about, you just kind of get a feel when you're on that right campus. For me, that came really early. Um, I grew up around Northwestern. Um, I grew up around Northwestern, around Northwestern football, doing their camps from a young age. 
And I remember being in like fourth or fifth grade and telling my dad that like, I'm going to play here one day. Um, so then, you know, when I got to high school and started getting recruited a little bit, um, it started getting more real. And I realized like, oh, like this can actually happen. And I had a lot of great offers and uh, that was a blessing. But uh, I chose to walk on at NU just because of that feeling I had. Um, and obviously more than anything, the people that were there, the players that, that were there, that were there when I was getting recruited were just the best guys. And I think, yeah, you could ask me any day. I think that's the best part of football is, is the guys that you get to meet, the relationships that you build. You think that decision was easier just because you grew up liking Northwestern? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that was definitely, you know, probably 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 part of like the the subliminal messaging in my mind of where I wanted to go to college or something like that. Um I like I said, I loved I grew up watching Big Ten football more than anything. Just, you know, Big Ten Network was always on. That was the game we always watched, whatever Big Ten team was playing. Um and like and Northwestern was a school that was close, so uh, we go to their games and stuff. And yeah, I, I always loved the cats. So that, I think that was definitely part of it, even though I might not have known it at the time. So kind of to stay on the topic of you going from high school to college, what do you think the difference between high school football and college football was like? It's mm. a good question. You know, I think, I think there's a lot, there's a lot of differences um, starting with the work that goes into it. I think that's the number one thing, you know, anyone who wants to play at a higher level is obviously working super hard in high school. Um, you know, as you do at anything, but especially with football, you're working really hard to get to that next level. And a lot of guys are surprised that when you, when you're a freshman and you get to that level, the work only, you know, goes up from there. It only gets harder that you start watching more film than you ever have, learning more schemes than you ever have and just putting in more time than ever. So I think the preparation, um, is something that is so different and so much harder, but also so much more fulfilling because it's so much harder. And then I think definitely part of it is just like, as a lineman, guys, I felt this a lot. I'm sorry, I get a little text tone. Um, as a lineman, I think it's really hard because, you know, like in high school, you're maybe a big offensive line in high school is averaging 270 or 280. You know, freshman year, you're playing Wisconsin, they're 330 across the board. Um, and in high school, you're used to maybe playing one of those guys a week, one of those guys every two weeks. So then when you're playing against five of those guys, not only in games, but every day in practice, it's a lot. And uh, it's something you got to get used to. You got to work really hard to get used to it and uh, get competitive at that level then. In 2018, you were named All-Academic Big Ten player. What did it mean to you to receive such a prestigious honor off the football field? Sure. No, thanks. Uh, it was awesome. I've, I've been academic all Big Ten these past few years, um, as a lot of our team has. You know, we at Northwestern, you're you're definitely held to a different standard than some other schools. You know, you're not. It's not okay with just getting by and just passing our classes. Like you're expected to excel in your classes. And uh, um, you know, my high school and my family really prepared me for that. And uh, my sisters helped me out a lot. But obviously, it's always nice being recognized, especially you know the, those behind the scene thing scenes things like school that's, that's a good feeling and you know people forget that like college football is not just college you're, you're do, it's not just football you're doing school too and you got you got to excel and you got to work really hard at that especially at a school like NU. What's the biggest part of handling both practice and the games and the schoolwork? Um, I don't know I don't know the biggest thing I'd say I think for me the biggest part of balancing it all is just having your schedule and having your routine and, and sticking to that, um, you know, I'm a guy that every single night to, before the next day, you know, I got my planner here, which is like my main planner, 
But then I also, before every night, have my piece of paper, my little mini planner that I write the next day's tasks in and always being on and just being on top of your stuff. You know, it's those are the develops that those are habits that like you develop in middle school and high school and carry forward. Just for me, it's just planning and knowing and visualizing what I got the next day before, not just going into a blind, you know. We're going to stick on the topic of Northwestern. What's been your favorite stadium to play in in your college mm. career? Gosh, I mean, obviously Ryan Field. There's nothing like Ryan Field at 11 a.m. on a Saturday. We love playing at cat time nice and early. But that's one of the cool things about playing Power 5 and playing in the Big Ten, guys, is the places you get to travel to. Um, the Big Ten Championship is unbelievable. Played in Lucas Oil. Lucas Oil, guys, when you pull up to it, is just like – it's so much bigger, I think, than any other stadiums we pull up to, even the Nebraskas and Wisconsins. From the outside, it just looks so immense. Um, obviously, that was a little bit more fun to play in, in 2018 because there are fans in it, but nevertheless, that stadium is just second to none. And then I just mentioned them, but I, I love playing at Nebraska and Wisconsin. Both just big stadiums. Nebraska especially, guys, is really cool because everyone knows the big stadium, but a lot of stadiums are, like, dug in. Nebraska is almost all built above ground, so it's just high. It's extremely high, and, uh, yeah, it's always a lot of fun there. You had your first half sack last year, so what was it like bringing the quarterback down? Um, yeah, no better feeling than that. No better the feeling than getting a sack. Uh, Joe Gaz def definitely helped me out with it a little bit last year. I got another pressure one this year, but uh, there's no better feeling than getting a sack. Guys, helping the defense out, getting that stop, getting a momentum play for your guys, feeling your guys getting on your hat. That That's the best. It is literally just the best feeling. Uh, obviously, fulfilling it just makes you want more. This year, you got your first full sack. So, did it kind of feel any different get the, your first half sack and your first full sack? Yeah, I mean, not too different, guys, because, like, you know, whether it's a tackle for a loss or a sack, whatever it is, half sack, you're getting up and celebrating with your teammates. You know, it's really not about you. Um, it's about the defense. It's about who's helping you out. It's about who you're helping out. So it's just it's just fun celebrating with the guys either way. You are named 2020 Uplifting Athletics Rare Disease Champion Teams. What do you value about giving back and using your platform? Yeah, no, I mean, it, that was super, super humbling to get this year. Um, Uplifting Athletes is a, uh, a charity, a non-for-profit that I really believe heavily in. I don't know how much you guys know about them, but for your viewers, uh, Uplifting Athletes is dedicated to raising awareness and raising money for rare disease and rare disease research um, through the power of sports. So they have chapters all around uh, Power 5 football and D1 football. And uh, like I said, I just love that foundation and – this year, me and my uh, co-president, uh, who really I owe all of this to, just an awesome dude who brought me into the organization, Peter Snodgrass, we got to reach out individually um, to some rare disease patients and just really actually connect with people, not just you know fundraise and do this and do that, but really connect on a personal basis. So that meant the world to me. And like you said, it's the platform. Since I'm a D1 football player, that opportunity was allotted to me, and I'm just so thankful for that. Well, it was definitely like, great of you to do that. I love seeing players like give back and interact with fans and people who have diseases. It really shows like no, you're not just a football player, you're also just a normal person. So I really like seeing athletes doing that. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's fun, man. We're, we're all in this game of life together. Gotta, gotta connect to people. Now we're going to do some rapid fire questions, not just football questions, some other questions to get to know you a little bit. So the first one is, cool. what is your... Usual pregame meal. Pregame meal. So before games, 
Um, we always have the same thing. We always have like chicken and pasta. There's some other options, but I only eat chicken and pasta. Never put sauce on it. I keep super plain. Always have a banana. Growing up though, I think from about like second or third grade with wrestling, all the way up through any track meet, any football game, any wrestling meet, before every event, I had Chipotle. So before college, it was always Chipotle, but now it's just some plain chicken and pasta. What was your favorite hobby? Favorite hobby? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I don't know. I need some more hobbies, I think. I think, like, hanging out with my friends, being with my dudes, lifting with my friends, I think is probably, like, one of my favorite things. Even, like, if it's not, like, hard training, but just, like, being in the weight room with, with my dudes, that's the best. Like you said before, you loved, you always had chicken and pasta. When we've been doing, asking that question, it's always, like, chicken or pasta for some reason. I think it's a very common pregame meal. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's boring. You got to keep it plain before the yeah. games, you know. I'd love to be having some Chick-fil-A or something, but just won't be right on the field. And then just kind of to add on, what's your favorite food, just in general? Your favorite food? Guys, I love Mexican food. I got to go with, like, a good a good steak taco, steak taco or carne asada quesadilla with some green salsa. Oh, nothing better. Nothing better, guys. What's what's your guys' favorite food, though? Steak. Steak? Probably pizza or steak. Okay, like, now you guys are from New York, so you got the real thin pizza, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, you ever you ever been out? You ever had some Chicago pizza? I went to Chicago once. Okay, what have you had, Jake? you know where you got it? It was something with a G. Giordano's, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. What about you, other Jake? I just had, like, deep dish pizza before. I haven't been to Chicago, though. Okay, all right, you gotta have it out here. You gotta let me know when you're in, we'll get some together. <laughs> What's your favorite coach you've ever had? Favorite coach? My dad. Obviously, I love my guys at NU, but my dad coached me growing up. He, he was the best ever. What do you think your favorite moment was? Oh, gosh, like football moment? Yeah, just you're in your career. Yeah. Um, I told my dad about this, actually, like yesterday we were talking. There was this moment, and it sucked because we lost, guys. It was so tough because we lost the Big Ten Championship this year, but there was a moment when we were really in the game. Um, it was kind of as Ohio State was starting to uh, get some momentum their way, but we were, we were down, I think we were at like the 15 or 12 yard line, they were driving in, and I was just like, I was just standing there, you know, three tight getting ready, they were breaking the huddle, and like, time just like stopped, and I was like, whoa, like, this, this sounds kind of corny, but I was just like, I'm really doing this. Like, I just like thought back to like all the games I played before, and I was so nervous, like, because I knew they were, they were threatening, they were attacking the three tech and the six tech, and I was just, like, got so calm because I was like, I'm, I'm literally living my dream. So th that was, like, a unsuspected moment that just hit me out of nowhere before a play that, that I'll never forget. What's your favorite sport besides football? Oh, dude, to play. Uh, I love wrestling. I wrestled growing up. It's such a great sport to play, such a great sport to watch. Um, and spike ball, obviously. I think you two, you two got to be a couple spike ball players. I don't know if that's – in the Olympics yet, but it should be, right? I love spikeball. I've really played a lot of that. Good deal. Yeah, me too. What do you think your favorite sports movie is? Sports movie? Oh my gosh, that's a tough one. <sighs> Guys, I don't know. You know what movie I love? I love... I'm sorry. This is such a hard question, guys. That's a football movie? I love... You know, I love The Express, the Ernie Davis story. That's one of my favorites, if we're being honest. I also obviously love Remember the Titans. That's an easy one. And then if we're getting away from it, uh, and Miracle, gosh, I'm giving you three answers. That's not fair. Um, 
yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Express. I love the Express. That's such a good movie. And if we're going comedy, Dodgeball, obviously. What's the first thing you want to do once COVID ends? Mmm, dude, I don't know. Just like go to a restaurant and be around people, and like maybe like rub past someone and not be worried about COVID. Just like simple things like that. I miss just like going and sitting at a restaurant. We were in Florida for our bowl game, and we got to a little bit, still spaced out, but I just miss that. That's what I want is to eat some food around other people. Sounds so boring, but I, I just need it. That's actually going to end our interview. This is definitely one of our best yet. Thank you so, so much for hopping on to the listeners. Make sure to like, comment, and follow us on Instagram, and have a great day, Joe. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on. Peace.